Welcome to All the Nuggets. Thank you so much for being part of the Nugget crew. I am your host, Miranda Reyes with Miranda Madison Events, and I am so grateful that you are sharing a part of your day with me. Enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have my BFF, Tay-Tay, on the line, and for those of you that kind of had followed me before um, Random Madison Events was born, we'll know that Tay-Tay is my BFF for life. We were on the Southern Utah University golf team together. We were roommates for two years. We did absolutely everything together, and um, when we were in school, for sure, people thought that we were sisters, because we were actually both um, Filipino and both little, and yeah. It was fun. But, um, Tay-Tay, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, let people know where you're from, and currently what you're kind of doing. Yeah, so, um, as Miranda was saying, my name is Taylor. I am from the island of Kauai. I was born and raised here. Um, literally a small rock in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. If you've never been to Hawaii or Kauai in general. (laughs) Um, I currently live back at home on Kauai and I didn't really know what I wanted to do, which is also one of the reasons why I moved back home. Um, still trying to figure out, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out, you know, what I guess still trying to find myself and what I wanted to do career wise. And then recently of May last year, I got the opportunity to, do golf full-time um, as an assistant professional here at the club at Kukulula, which is our only private course here on the island. Um, but that's currently what I'm doing right now, and it's a lot of fun. It's more of the business side of golf, you know, behind-the-scenes tournaments, um, kind of similar to what Moran is doing with events, but just more golf-focused. Um, I get to give lessons, um, try to promote, like, more women's golf, um, to get more ladies to come out and play golf. So I do, um, Monday's ladies nine hole thing just to make it fun for our lady members and guests to just come out, you know, and not have to worry about, you know, golf, uh, having too much pressure on yourself or having other people watch you. It's really fun. You know, keep score, um, just try to make golf more fun, uh, for everyone really. Um, mm-hmm more scrambles so we don't really play our own ball and if you hit a bad shot like never happened just hit another one you know yeah so just super casual like that um but because of this whole situation that we're in uh we're we've been on lockdown for for two weeks uh really so we had our course open for a little bit and then they completely uh shut down maybe last week or so and then we're still on a stay-at-home order for another month, so I'm just doing um, extra work around um, our club right now, kind of wherever it needs to be done, more like the essential work, so that's what I've been up to. <laughs> so then, um, I mean, this will kind of be good insight for people to know how corona is affecting everyone in different spots, and so, I mean... Here in the Phoenix area, it's not, they just mandated a stay-at-home order, but, I mean, people are still able to go out and hike and 
drive around and, you know, still do all these things. Like, what is it looking like over there right now for you guys? Yeah, well, it's it's similar to, I guess, your stay-at-home order. I guess ours is just a little more strict because we only have, you know, maybe two hospitals on the island, not a lot of ICU beds and ventilators and stuff. So that's why they got really strict about our stay-at-home order two weeks ago, and then they extended it till April 30th. And then we also have a curfew from 5, sorry, 9, 9 a.m. to 5 in the morning. So what? you have to... Yeah, so you have to stay in your um, be at home by nine, and you can't leave your house um, till you know the next day after five o'clock. So then, um, obviously, with that stay like that curfew, like obviously all businesses are closed by nine. Then, yeah, right? yeah, a lot of um, I think so far we only have maybe three courses on island that are open. Um, most restaurants are, the insides are closed. They're either doing um, to-go, yeah, to-go orders. Mm -hmm. um, I know some, like, like the food trucks are still operational because they're pretty much, you know, to-go anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, obviously, like, the grocery stores, the gas stations, like, the post office, like, they're all open. But mm -hmm. a lot of, like, other places are not. Mm -hmm. um, and then they fully shut down our club last week so but then of course like the essential jobs like housekeeping and engineering and landscaping like they're all you know still working and stuff um but we also have roadblocks um everywhere too <laughs> i was telling Miranda earlier i was gonna get a bike <laughs> but i'm too scared to leave my house yeah because um, they literally dragged someone off to jail right Cause they were yeah um that was because the guy was um he arrived on island and then of course they said if you you arrive on island you have to self quarantine yourself for fourteen days and he did it and he was just, you know just driving around he wasn't you know going to the grocery store or anything he was just taking a tour of the island and then cops busted him so wait so I he's like, not hey. from here <laughs> no he's from Florida I think I seen in the in the news, oh but I was like, God. I was like, maybe. Wait, how do they know though? The the checkpoints they have roadblocks and everything. Oh, so they just asked them like, "Where are you from?" or "What are you doing?" And then... yeah, so the very I think last week I got um I was in that roadblock and you know they're asking like, "Where are you from?" If you traveled recently, like, "Where are you going?" Because you can um similar to like in Phoenix area, like we can go out. Um, but it can only be for essential things or for exercise. So like, we can so you still can't just like, beach. but you can't just like go for a cruise. No. Yeah. So that's what that guy was doing. And then he got in trouble. Oh my um, gosh. I mean, I guess I could go and say that I'm going to Walmart to get my bike, but I don't know if that, that would be like considered essential, essential yeah. you know, like me getting a bike yeah. <laughs> uh, compared to like getting groceries for the house, you know? So right. that's why I'm like kind of scared. <laughs> well, and I feel like, well, granted, I mean, there probably is a lot of people that are driving in and around, but I mean, I don't know, they might remember you, you know, and say, hey, you said you're going to go get groceries, where's your groceries, you know, like. Yeah, and I have a bike in the back. <laughs> yeah, and there's only yeah. literally one road that runs through the whole island. Like, there's no, like, here in Phoenix, we have, like. Multiple roads. Multi like, 
so many roads to get, obviously, through the valley. But, yeah, it's literally only one that goes all yeah. the way around and all the way back around. Like, there's no, and there's no full circle because you have, yeah. uh, what is it called again? Na- Nepali. Oh, Nepali. Yeah. yeah. So that's the reason why the, the roads kind of go in that circle and don't connect because that's considered, like, sacred land yeah. or and something like that. Um, so it doesn't connect. So if I wanted to go, well, Miranda has been to um, Kauai. So, like, where she flew into the airport, that's probably, like, an hour away from my house. And that's where, like, the Walmart is and everything. But Walmart and Costco, I heard, it's, like, really difficult to get into because they have lines waiting on the outside, 50 people at a time, in and out. Um so I was like, maybe. Mm, so they are limiting it. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'll just get my bike later. <laughs> yeah, just wait. Yeah. That's um, crazy, though. But, yeah, we can still go to the beach, though. We just can't, like, you know, what Miranda and I did when she came here. You know, we did a, when we were talking about this yesterday, like, we did a ton of cookouts at the beach. You know, oh, like, yeah. you just go to the beach and then you just chill and hang out and just eat a lot of food basically (laughs) but yeah we can't do that anymore like you can't be sitting at the beach you have to be walking or you know running uh, are you allowed to go in the water what's that are you allowed to go in the water yeah you can swim just as long as it's considered exercising you just can't be sitting there i guess just sitting outside so okay yeah so it's been it's been difficult i mean especially with this stay-at-home order like i'm just bored losing my mind (laughs) i know everyone has been like playing games and like trying to do all these things to like get their mind off of things that are going on yeah for sure but um why don't you tell people then what you're currently up to and um kind of where your path had led you after college yeah, um, so what I was saying before, part of the reason why I moved back home was because I was still trying to find myself. I never really had a plan, you know, in high school or during college. Like, I didn't pick my major to, like, the very last, like, until I had to. And then even when I did that, like, I was like, I still don't know what I want to do. So I came back home, and I decided to you know, work in kind of the areas what my major was, which was hospitality and resort management, and my major, or, and I had emphasis in food and beverage, so that's what I did when I came back, plus I was kind of over golf, I mean, I've done it um, basically from when I was three, so I was, like, kind of over it in a way, I just wanted a break from it, and I was like, I was like, um, let's just, you know, do what my major was, and so I did that for, you know, a little over a year, Um, I kind of did similar stuff to, you know, what Miranda's doing with events. So we did lots of special events, like, you know, New Year's, um, what else do we do? We did like tea parties, just kind of all that fun stuff, which is cool and everything. Um, but just after a while, I just wasn't really happy with it. I'm not sure if it was like the hours, cause it was, it was very long hours, uh, especially during our busy season, um, here during like, uh, December, like November, December. Mm-hmm. So, so it was just a constant, like really long hours of it. So maybe that's part of the reason why I kind of got over it. But I did like the event side of it though, and like decorating everything. So that part was really cool. Um, and then all of a sudden, I think 
one of uh, my coworkers at the club found out that I played in college, and she said that she didn't know that I played golf before or played in college, and she played college soccer and everything. And I was just like, yeah, I played, but I was taking a break from it for a little bit. And then she asked me, like, what about, you know, potentially being like a golf pro, what a female golf pro, which is there's not a lot of us really, um, you know, at the club. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I kind of started with that. So I did a little bit of, you know, that's where I started my Monday's ladies nine hole thing. And I was working a little bit in golf. And then kind of bouncing back and forth between golf and food and beverage. Mm-hmm. And then when I was doing the ladies nine hole thing, like, you know, they would ask me for advice about, you know, their swing and, and everything like that. And then, and then I kind of realized I started taking an interest in, I was like, oh, this is really, this is kind of cool. Like I get to come on and play golf and I get to, you know, help, you know, these ladies or just anyone with their game if they wanted to. Um, So that's how I kind of found an interest like back into golf again, because, you know, being on the other side, instead of constantly playing um, and practicing for hours and then actually like being the opposite of just, you know, just playing for fun and then, you know, teaching um, was kind of the way that got me back into golf, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, But ever since then, that's when I kind of figured out, I was like, oh, maybe this is like what I want to do you know, after college. And then recently I got, I got it, um, full time in May. So I've been learning a lot and doing the tournament stuff is really fun. Um, just still lots of learning. And then I actually have to go through the program. So I'm, it's like I'm back in school again. So yeah. yeah so that'll be about three years. <laughs> Holy cow. But do you, you obviously said that you do like the teaching side of it, right? How do you yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I do like the teaching side of it. Um, it's just the the program that I'm going through right now, it's kind of like you have to pick your majors again, plus they change the program. So you can either do, like, executive management, like, you know, general managers. You can do um, teaching and coaching, or you can do golf operations and – the teaching and coaching is just strictly teaching and coaching. Like you don't get any, you know, tournament operations or anything like that out of that. Um, which I do like teaching, but not enough, I guess, in a sense, to just do that full time. That's more of like to be like a teaching instructor, like a full time teaching instructor or a coach mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so I'm going going the golf operations, so I get a mix of like the facilities management stuff and then I get also the teaching and coaching so it's just like a good mix instead of just having just one specific thing right no that's cool though um so then let's chat about kind of your I mean college career like how did you get to SUU what was kind of your story on finding SUU and landing over there yeah um well as you know just me being me I just didn't have a plan (laughs) I never do (laughs) and so I had no idea that you you're supposed to you know start searching and talking to colleges you know way in advance you know either by your sophomore year you can start looking your freshman year but like kind of having an 
an idea of where you want to go and talking to coaches and stuff. And then by the time I started talking to coaches, it was the beginning of my senior year, which is too late. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They start sending everybody your junior year. And so my first pick originally was San Diego State. And I did end up talking to the coach. And obviously, it was still kind of last minute. And so she said that um, this girl is deciding if she wants the scholarship or not, but if she doesn't want it, then it's yours. Mm-hmm. And then never got a call back. So then I still started searching, but it was really hard because a lot of their spots were filled. And then I ended up getting a, uh, an email from a coach at a school in Hilo. Okay. And so I was like, okay, like I'll, I'll maybe I'll just go there for now and then you know transfer out you know after a semester or something like that and then one of our members at our club who was also a huge ambassador for Hawaii State Junior Golf and Hawaii Junior Golf um, I believe she was the president um, when I was in when I was in junior golf but she found out that I was going to school in Hilo and she calls me and, and she's like well I know a bunch of coaches that I can talk to um and see like what spots they have open. So she called a bunch of coaches for me and she called Richard Church, who's mm-hmm. our who's our coach. And just so happened he had a spot because one of his players um left all of a sudden because she went on a mission. So he had a spot. And then he talked to me, told me to send him some scores. Um I don't think I don't think I even sent him a video of my swing at all. Like it was basically <laughs> just scores and yeah scores um just talking to him and then based on what um she told him about me and then he gave me the scholarship and it was actually a really really good scholarship considering that he no idea who I was yeah have never seen me play before I didn't even go there to visit or anything so I believe it was at least three-fourths if I'm not mistaken of the scholarship just Uh kind of just taking a chance on me but in some ways, like, I think just having him, like, give me all of that, you know, my freshman year, I, had, I put a lot of pressure on myself, too, because, you know, a lot of people were scaring me and being like, you know, if you don't play well, they're going to kick you off right. the team. So I was, like, I was, like, really, like, focused on trying to, you know, perform well and and prove to him that, you know, he didn't just take a chance on me for nothing, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's how I, I ended up going with SGU. Um, I never did a, I never did a school tour. I had no idea where this place was. Yeah. Um, yeah so, like, my, so you didn't even know it snowed yeah. or nothing? Um, I knew it snowed, but I didn't realize how much it was going to. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, if, uh, yeah, that was, I just, I just well, jumped in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... And then, like, looking back now on your college experience, how did you enjoy it? Were you feeling the same way, like, all throughout the four years? Like, what was kind of your take on the whole experience itself? Yeah, so my my freshman year, it was it was really hard. Um, I'm pretty sure I, had, I was, like, depressed or something. Oh. I think it was just because, you know, I just, I moved, I was in, high school recently I all my friends and then I just moved out to Utah um didn't know anyone 
Um, and then the weather, too, I think. At first, I thought it was really cool. I was like, oh, look, the leaves change, and I can experience all four seasons, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the snow was cool, but then I was just cold all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just, I don't know, I just didn't really like it my freshman year. And I think Coach kind of knew that because mm. he kept asking me throughout the year, like, you're not leaving us, right? You're not what? leaving us, right? And I was like... No, but even though I'd be telling my mom, I was like, Mom, I hate it here. Like, I, you know, I was like, I just don't like it. Like, I wanted to transfer after my freshman year. Uh But, but coach, you know, just kept asking me that. And I was like, I, and I kept saying no. So I was like, (laughs) I won't do that to him. Yeah. yeah. And so I, and my mom's like, Yeah, just try it out for another year and just see what happens. And then, and then all of a sudden, my sophomore year, we got Miranda. Yeah. it's like it's like I, I was a new baby that was born or something <laughs> yeah right it's like, we're just, it's like the new my new sibling yeah <laughs> but yeah I I'm I pretty like I think after that though like definitely with you and Monica probably saved my life out there because yeah. I was like because I was for sure like set on leaving but like um I know you and Monica had played one year before I even got there. Like, was your relationship the same when sh- with just you and her, or no? Like, what? um, it was uh, well, not as much as me and you, I guess, because we did hang out a little bit outside. Uh-huh. Um, but I was still kind of, I was still like depressed about everything. I was yeah. like, ah. I was like, oh, this is cool and everything, but I just wasn't. I don't know. Just something I just still didn't really feel like it was, you know, my place like yeah, there yeah. in in Cedar, you know, at going to um, playing golf and everything at school. I mm-hmm. think well, and then like fall season, there's only four tournaments, so I feel like that's why like there's a lot of time for me to like think, you know, about stuff. Yeah. Whereas spring season literally flew by, so golf actually my uh during the spring season helped me just kind of you know not to be able to think about you know me being sad or anything like that and like and all of a sudden I was like oh like I'm done with my freshman year yeah you know so yeah so yeah golf definitely kind of helped for sure in the spring season but just I think it was just the, the weather I mean I come from a place where you know all we have is rain and sunshine you know and then every it was maybe nice for like a month when I got there and then it was like in the 20s to 30s and I hated it Mm. I was like I was like this sucks I was like I have to wake up 30 minutes earlier to start my oh my gosh yeah I forgot about all that yeah so the joys of living in the cold yeah (laughs) no but I definitely got better like you know when well, and then our team was small, our, our freshman, my freshman year. We only had five girls. Oh, my basically. gosh. Yeah, so it was really small. So, like, I feel like once we got more girls on the team, you know, and everything, and we start, everyone started bonding. And yeah. then, of course, you know, with you, you and I getting so close, like, my sophomore year definitely helped a lot. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, you know, I made, like, this is how, you know, being on a team should be, I guess. So, I was like. So that definitely helped. Too. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not transferring." <laughs> so then, I mean, like, do you, can you remember back to when, like, we even like started like our friendship, or did someone say something, or can you even remember? Because I can't. I I think 
Well, because we didn't, like, click right away. I, I remember that. Yeah, that's what I remember, too. Cause I, yeah, because I think during the fall, like, the beginning, like, the fall season, um, I think I would just see you, like, at practice and stuff like that, but we didn't really, we didn't hang like, out. start hanging out maybe towards, like, the Winter. middle. Yeah. Yeah, towards the middle of the, the fall season, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was... Um, me, you, and Monica hung out one night. Um, I actually have that picture somewhere, too. Uh, we were all dressed. I don't know if it was like... Oh, stripes. stripes. I think it was stripes. Or stripes or yeah. something. Yeah, so I think it was from that night on, really, that's when, like, all three of us started hanging out. Oh, yeah. Um, and then just kind of, like, took off from there. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. so crazy. Um, so then, I mean, with people getting college scholarships or maybe trying to get into that world, um, what kind of advice would you give them to really kind of be in the same position that we were? Yeah. Um, well, start searching early. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like if someone told me that when I, you know, entered high school, that would have been a huge help. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, but I was fortunate to have, you know, have my whole this whole me going to college work the way that it did Um, it wasn't necessarily a plan but the way that it worked out I wouldn't change anything about it but Mm -hmm. if you know if you have like a set school that you want to go to like definitely you know start looking your freshman year you know start doing your research you know throughout you know freshman sophomore year Mm -hmm. really junior year that's when you can start sending emails and contacting coaches but once you like, you know, start that plan like really far ahead to really get you to where you want to be, um, yeah, then definitely just, <laughs> just do look, it. yeah, do it early and not don't be like me. Yeah. Um, I just got really lucky. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's really rare, actually. <laughs> yeah, because because um, I'm pretty sure you you obviously did your research because you did um visits with us. Yeah, and I but I actually like put a lot of work into it. But I just, I just don't think my scores were good enough to really get what I wanted, you know? And, like, now looking back, like, I definitely don't think I could have now with, like, competition, right, raising so much as it has, honestly. Like, like I didn't a, peak like fast enough. D1 school? Yeah. Like, de- yeah, yeah, definitely not any of the big D1s, but yeah, sure. even, like, the smaller D1s. But it was just so hard because that's all, like anyone was talking about, you know, here in the Phoenix area. Like, everyone was talking about, like, the BYUs and the, you know, ASU and Duke and all this, you know. So, like, of course I wanted to try to go after those, but I just, I've quickly realized, like, oh, I'm not good enough for those, you know. Yeah, same. Um, I'm just just glad that, you know, SU was the size that it was Uh because I'd much rather be on a team where you can travel instead of being on a team stacked of, like, 10 to 12 girls. Right. And, like, maybe travel, but maybe not. Yeah, so at least we got to play you know, in, in most, if not all of the tournaments, so that was fun. Yeah, I not think, to... I definitely, no, you played every single one, yeah, every single tournament? I, I think so, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I only know I got left home from one, because I was acting like a little 
hoop oh, head. No. <laughs> one. Only one tournament. Wait, was that what? It was the New Mexico one. It was my senior year. You weren't there. Oh, that wasn't there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Wait, I would have remembered that. Yeah, no, every <laughs> single one, though. Um, So then, I mean, let's now talk about that issue. Not issue, but that topic of, like, going to a smaller D1, still a D1, versus going to the Duke and Stanford and you know, Harvard's of golf, like, where, what, I mean, what are, like, obviously the pros and cons of those, what, what do you think? Yeah, so, well, there's a ton of, if if you're, you know, a female golfer, there's a ton of scholarships that go unused over the years, you know, so if you think you're not good enough, like, just shoot your shot, really. Because you could actually get, you know, a really good scholarship, you know, regardless of what the scores that you shoot. Um, but as for, you know, the bigger schools, you know, it, it's really cool, you know, to go to a, a huge school like, you know, like Oregon or, you know, UCLA and everything. But you definitely have to be, you know, with your game, I feel like at least, you know, average about even or so. And mm-hmm. then you probably have a good spot, you know, to to play like on those teams Mm -hmm. um like if you want to just play like all the tournaments um as for you know miranda and i we probably average about like mid 70s yeah mid to high 70s you know so that's kind of like the good i guess area in order to play you know like a smaller d1 i mean the competition is so high no doubt about it but Mm -hmm. you know it's doable for us to compete and, you know, be on a team and play in all the tournaments instead of, you know, playing at a bigger school where the competition is even more so. Sure. Because, yeah, because that's what I realized, like, when I, you know, went when I went to college, the with our junior golf program here, there's not a lot of girls that play golf. There's maybe four of us. Mm-hmm. And then... And then I got to college and realized how many other girls are, like, at my level or even better. And I'm like, dang, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, and then you should realize how much higher the the levelless, I guess, of golf gets, like, when you get the step higher and step higher. So I'm, I'm glad that I was able to go to SUU and just have that, you know, I guess competitiveness of being, like, you know, on the same level with everyone instead of getting smushed all the time. Right. I yeah. feel like your confidence just obviously diminishes if you're sitting the bench, you know, and then it's like, well, yeah. I don't even know what it's like to play college golf because I haven't played, you know, but yeah, exactly. You did know what it was like. And like, it was like a blessing that, you know, we both found SCU, honestly, you know, and yeah, I, I'll be an advocate for every single sport to SCU because I mean, it was a good program, and it's so hidden, and nobody knows about it, you know, like... Yeah, I had no idea. Right. Let's go to go to, like, Southern Utah. No idea where that is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, neither did I until I went... Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like... It's just a great place. Yeah, honestly, like, I mean, I feel like we're biased, but, like, honestly, the prettiest campus ever. Like, I don't... Yeah, And, like, just so close to everything, like, and it's only growing, like... I hear that they're building, like, a 9,000 square feet, and now they're building a something-something. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is... Yeah, that that gym and yeah. the business building. All these different... Of course, after we come, or after we leave, but that's I okay. Know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was a 
that's a cool spot. I mean, the course anyway was like five minutes away. Yeah. Like Walmart was like another five minutes away. No, it was so nice. It's a really small small town, town but yeah. but it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. But I also liked how well. Other than us going to St. George and stuff, our gas tanks would sometimes last like two weeks because we would yeah, barely that was be driving. Great. Gas was like a dollar something. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so nice. And rent was only like three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, oh that was gosh. nice too. <laughs> yeah, I almost want to go back there and just live, but it's like, yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, I know that's the thing. But just to go back, you know, and just to see it and everything. Yeah, what really it's cool. like now. Um, well, because even when I went for yours and Fidel's graduation, like it was, it was so fun. Because yeah. like, then I got to show Devin, like you know, this is where I went to school and uh-huh. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a cool spot. Yeah. No, definitely. Um. So then let's kind of like talk about um your journey that you're on now. And, I mean, what is, like, the next steps to get to the next level of what you're currently doing? Yeah, so, um, as I was saying before, like, it's kind of like I have to go back to school again. Um, they do offer, they call this a PGA program, which orders to, it gets you to be a certified PGA professional. Um, they do have it offered at certain colleges. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a handful of them. I, I know New Mexico is one, um, but there's maybe five or six more that offers that program. So you could go through that program and pick that as your major. And then once you graduate, like you'll be a class A professional. Um, uh, when I went to SCU, they didn't offer that. Plus I didn't really think that I wanted to do that. So I got into the program and then there's three different levels you have to go to. I did level one um, about a few weeks ago before this whole corona thing. So yeah. I was fortunate to even go. Um, but it was basically a week-long class, uh, eight hours of classes a day, uh, basically going through the program. So basically that level was facilities and um, teaching and coaching. So now that I'm back here, I have to work on my work portfolio and kind of like homework, mm-hmm. um, put together all of my assignments and the different topics that we were talking about, then submit that, then test out a level one, and then I can enter level two. Um, oh, okay. yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work to do. Um, actually with this whole being quarantine thing I could be working on it but have I touched it at all no nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know I really should though but but yeah so that's what I'm going uh, through right now um, at my work I'm considered a PGA apprentice okay. so I won't be able to call myself you know a class a PGA professional like once I get through the program so it'll probably take me about three years to complete if I do a level a year um, so that's why I, I'm trying to at least finish level one and test out level one. Hopefully, if this Corona thing doesn't mess it up <laughs> right. by by this year, hopefully, crossing my fingers. <laughs> I know, just crazy. Um, so then, are you able to test on the island, or would you have to go somewhere else, or what did that kind of look like? Yeah, I can test on the island. So when I got into the program. I had to do my player's ability test. So basically it was play 36 holes in one day, 
shoot your target score. And I think for females, it was 80-81, so 161. Yeah, and they pushed us up to the red tees, which is awesome. Yeah. But it didn't matter anyway. I still took a 10. (laughs) From the reds? Yeah, I got stuck in the bunker and just kind of ping-pong it back and forth. And then I hit a double hit. And then, you know. Wait, when was this? Um, this was a couple years ago. I play. I played it in Maui. Oh, no, I remember you were telling me about that. Yeah, and I, I took a, I shot a, a, maybe a 71, I think, after the first round, so I was feeling pretty good. I was like, yeah! And then, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, I guess, like, I don't know, hit a mental block or something, and <laughs> just... Wait, well, so what'd you shoot? Um, I think I shot, like, 83 or something. So I I passed, which is great, but like yeah. it was really stressful because I took the 10 like maybe four or five holes into my second round. Oh man, that's stressful. Yeah, and then the next hole after that was like right over this huge gully and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> Guys, that tells you how good Tay-Tay actually is. Oh no. Still is. <laughs> Taking a 10 and if she were to just like drop to par. Then... What the, was it a par the... four? Uh, the next hole? No, the, the, the hole, hole that you took a 10 on. It was a par 3. <laughs> so, if she would have shot, gotten just a par, she would have shot, uh, 76? Something, yeah, something like that. That tells you but, how good Tay Tay is. Well, my God. <laughs> it would take a good 10. Oh my I gosh. think for me, what got me through that, it was just, you know, I spent the money to go to Maui, to yeah. pay the entry fee, you know, to pay to get the hotel and the car and everything. And I was like, I am not traveling an island away in order for me to fail this test, you know, right, right. with the money that I put into it. And so I think that's what kind of made me get back on the train track here. Right. But Well, and yeah. then didn't you like, like get the dates mixed up or something like that? Or what was I story? did. Yeah. I, what I, I came or I got to Maui maybe two days before, you know, I was just going to have a one day to practice yeah. and then play the next day. But then it turns out I had one day to practice and then I thought it was going to be the next day, but then it wasn't. So I practiced another day. <laughs> but So how many yeah, days early did you come into town? About two. Oh, okay. And I was just trying to do one. So yeah. I'll just come in for one and practice and then play. Mm-hmm. And um, my brother lives in Maui too so I wanted to go um, hang out with him mm-hmm. so that's why I kind of made it that way and then have like a few extra days to just kind of do whatever mm-hmm. but yeah so I messed that up so the whole thing was just like I'm stupid <laughs> and Aww. then so after I took that and and passed luckily <laughs> I had to come back home and then I had to do, like, a pre, I don't forget what they call it, but it's, like, a pre uh, thing to get you into um, into level one. So I just had to study that and then test on, like, rules and, you know, the PGA and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I can do the test here okay. um, on island, which is super nice. I don't have to fly to Oahu or something to take it. But the computer center, like, where they do, like, these tests, where they do, you know, not only golf, but they do real estate tests as, as well. Uh-huh. Um, it's uh, probably about an hour, 20-ish minutes away. That's the only thing about it. Oh, um, Yeah, but but then again, I'd, I'd probably much rather do that instead of having to fly. 
um yeah and do all that yeah (laughs) and then with that too like I did fail it the first time (laughs) and so I was really upset because I drove all the way that way I forgot about that too (laughs) yeah so you know there's lots of hiccups and everything so far in my long journey (laughs) but you know but it's all gonna work out it's gonna yeah (laughs) it's all gonna work out in the end um yeah it'll work so then I keep ping-ponging back and forth um, between what you're currently doing and then back to college, but what do you kind of think um, success-wise, I mean, to get through, and I was kind of chatting through this with the Bacas, like, what was your secret to success to, I mean, getting to that degree and, you know, really just graduating you know because I know a lot of people it's even hard for them to get through college you know they just can't figure out a system that works for them like what was kind of your secret sauce that worked for you uh for me anyway um I'm pretty sure it was it was all that kind of just pushed me through it because you know we had to maintain a certain GPA and you know, we had to, you know, do all this stuff, like, while golfing and everything. So I feel like just having to mix and balance both and, you know, trying to stay on track with, you know, my degree and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually because of golf, because, you know, like every year we'd be traveling and, you know, doing all this stuff. Whereas if I think if I didn't have golf, you know, just just to kind of keep me on track with, you know, school-wise and everything, I feel like, you know, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd probably, like, you know, oh, like, I'll I'll do this semester and then take the semester off, you know? Right. <laughs> so I think, yeah, just because, like, I know that we had to have a certain GPA and, you know, and do all this extra stuff. So I feel like that's kind of what pushed me to, you know, get on top of it. And it's like, I'm here for golf. You know, I'm here for, you know, golf and school for sure. But, you know, my lifelong goal in high school, which I did have a goal. Yeah. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) It was just, you know, just to play college golf, have a full ride scholarship, you know, so my parents, Uh you know, wouldn't have to pay anything or I wouldn't have like student debt and everything. So I think that's kind of the main reason why, you know, I, I was successful, you know, in finishing college mm-hmm. um, at that four-year rate because I had, you know, I was just like, I'm here, you know, I am playing golf, you know, on a scholarship, you know, and I don't want to blow it. I, I think that's what my mindset was. Sure. Um, and just coming from, you know, just a small island, really super expensive to go to school out of state. Mm-hmm. Um, let alone just to live in Hawaii in general or, or try to live in Hawaii and go to like, you know, our community college here, still super expensive. So I, I think I was just fairly fortunate of being able to, you know, get a degree as well as play the sport that I love. So mm-hmm. that was kind of my, my main focus, really how it got me through, through school. Yeah, I feel like that's also how you got yourself through your playing test, because that's literally the same thing that you just said, like, I paid all this money. Yeah, yeah. I think that was my mindset, like, with a lot of stuff. It's like, it's like, I paid this much, or, like, I traveled so far, you know, I'm not going to mess this up, you know, so, yeah, I think that's kind of, kind of where my mind was for all of it. (laughs) No, that's funny. Um... 
So then, <laughs> I mean, what do you think that your favorite college memory was for sure? Uh, my favorite one was definitely when we had that team win in Boulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. Like, I, cause I know that our, the program, the golf program was still, I don't know, like, how new it was, but, you know, still growing, I guess you could say. I'm not sure by new, but it was still a growing program. And throughout the four years I was there, I was just like, I was like, I just want, I was like, I just want one win, just one team win, yeah. you know? And, and that, that tournament, we ended up taking home three pieces of hardware. So, we had the team win, and then I got first, and Poi got second, so that was really cool. Um, but the thing is, I was more excited about the team win rather than the individual. Like, I had a putt on the last hole to win it, like this left-to-right slider about five feet, but I wasn't really thinking about, you know, where I was on the leaderboard or, you know, what this putt would or would not do for us as a team. Um yeah, I just wasn't really thinking about all of that. And then I made the putt, and then all of a sudden, like, we ended up winning. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Like, right. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then just so happened, like, me and Poi, like, placed as well. So that was that was super fun. Yeah, that was awesome. That was probably, like, my favorite one. I was like, we got a team win. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was, I think Coach was really kicking himself that he wasn't there for that win. He's like, He wasn't, it. yeah. So and then mad. remember we uh, went to Sunbrook to show it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they were yeah. still all there. That was funny. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, oh that was probably like the best one. Like, yeah, got that dub. Got that dub. <laughs> um. So, I mean, what type of advice would you give? maybe for someone that is looking to get into the, like, towards, I mean, so what the ultimate, obviously, off of what your end is, is, like, head pro, right? Or Yeah, okay. yeah. That's so, like, the that's the ultimate, yeah. So then, I mean, yeah. to even work on the back end at a golf resort or club or golf course, um, I mean, what kind of would be like the first steps to doing that you know maybe someone wants to be assistant or head pro eventually like what can they kind of start doing to even get their foot in the door towards that goal yeah so so in order to be in the program you have to be working under pga professionals um at least a couple but just to i guess if you wanted to like if you know like this is what you want to do um, you can definitely look at colleges that offer the program itself. So you will do four years and that will be like your major. Or you could, you know, go the other route and 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 do the program, you know, and it's kind of like almost like online school. You just go to it for a week and then and then do um, all the work and stuff. Hmm. But definitely probably, you know, just to get your foot in, you know, I started working like outside just to get it, your, get your foot in with that. Um, and that's where I started just working outside, you know, cleaning clubs, you know, picking balls, you know, all that stuff just to get the your grunt work. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to do that work. 
you know, and then, and then they kind of see, you know, like, oh, you know, this person has potential, you know, to do this, this, and this. So definitely, you know, you have to start somewhere. Everyone has to start somewhere. So yeah. definitely start there. But, you know, if you already know for a fact that you want to be in the program or want to be a member of the PGA, then definitely do it the college way, I guess. Yeah. Um, there's only a limited amount of colleges that offer that. But if Yeah, not, they don't really... I know they're yeah. taking it out, too, because not a lot of people are interested in it. Yeah, so definitely do that. But if you want to do that, you know, do what I did and do a, just a, a college, you know, with a, with a major, which is similar, actually, because, like, I'm still doing hospitality with golf and the golf industry anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just kind of go that way and then enter the program. Sure. Um, because they use the... I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they use, you know, your bachelor degree, your bachelor degree as, I'm not sure if it's like credits or points to like what we have to do for almost like volunteer work. So we have this thing called MSR credits where we have to volunteer, you know, at at certain places, you know, at tournaments or Uh junior golf and stuff. And that counts as MSR points. So I believe, yeah, so I believe if you have a degree in something, then that's considered like, you know five or whatever msr points mm-hmm. something like that so that's not exactly right but it's along something those lines like that, yeah yeah mm, that's cool though yeah. um so then i don't the first time so backstory for everyone that's listening Tay and i have oh, actually yeah. <laughs> filmed not filmed um had recorded this podcast God, it had to have been like a few weeks ago now, and I had yeah. done it off of my watch, and it wasn't converting over to my phone, so I couldn't get that recording. Um, so me and Tay this is actually our second recording of all of this. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, since, though, like, when me and you have chatted, like, I do this new thing now where I ask my guests... Um, how can we help you? Like, is there any different, like, passion projects maybe that you're working on or any goals that you currently have or things that, um, hang on, sorry. Or things that, um, we can help you with, maybe whether it be down the line or currently right now. Like, so is there anything that we can help you with? right now yeah I think like for me as you know talking with you and you know a couple weeks ago where we try to film that or record that podcast and then talking to you now you know I come to realize like I don't really plan anything out <laughs> I'm really just kind of like yeah whatever let's do whatever yeah. I don't care. Yeah. so I think this just me now since you know being in this program the PGA program, it's more of just setting, setting goals. Um, even when I did the classes, like they said, like set goals, write them down. Like they're not going to happen if you don't write them down. So I feel like just, you know, kind of staying on top with me with, you know, setting or not. Yeah. Having goals, you know, or even if you think you don't just try to just write something down anyway. Okay. Um, Then I'm going to keep you accountable. I'm going to keep it in front of my face. What are some of your goals that you have for yourself? Because I do actually, surprise, I have a five-year goal because 
when I was in that class, like they did have us write down our goals on a piece of paper about what are you going to do today? What are you going to do a week from now, a month from now, a year from now? So that actually helped a lot. So now I have something that, you know, I planned, you know, and, and that's something that I want to work towards too. So So that definitely helps. Like so I what are what are some of your goals then? So then we have it on the record, and then I'm going to write them in front of me. So then, yeah. you know. Yeah, so my my five-year goal is to be a PGA professional. Um, I'm hoping I can score a gig somewhere in, in Arizona. Okay. Just because, well, obviously you're there. Yeah. <laughs> That, and, like, just when we traveled a lot there for tournaments, I just loved, like, Arizona. Oh I, although everyone's like, ah, it's so hot. I was like, ah, I don't care. Well, like, it's hot, yeah, and it's hot in Hawaii, it's, too. It's Granted, hot here too. You have the water, but, I mean, we could run over to Cali whenever. We could run down to Mexico, yeah. or we can, I mean, there's lakes even here, too, that we can go, like, cliff jumping yeah. off of, and it's cold, think- too. I think that's what I miss too about living in the states. It's just like, oh, you want to go here? Sure, and just take off. Mm-hmm. You know? So that'd be kind of cool because it's like, in, like, because Arizona is like, you know, kind of like where Utah is, yeah, and then also Vegas, where Vegas and, is yeah. and everything. Just kind of like almost West Coast, but like not really. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so that would kind of be like a cool one. Okay. Um, we also have our sister company there, uh, Silverleaf. Oh yeah, that's a nice course. Potential, maybe oh my gosh. you know. Yeah. Um. So that's my five year. Okay. Um, and then this year, I well, in, and then in three years, I guess obviously I want to be done with this. I want to be done with the program. Um. Okay. Basically, well, and then my job also kind of set that goal for me too. Like at least get a level a year done. So. In three years, I do want to be finished with the program and be a certified Class A. Okay. And then end of this year, um, as I was saying before, I want to finish my work portfolio. Now that I look at it, it's April. Mm-hmm. So I do need to <laughs> get on it <laughs> and finish that like because I want to be able to finish the portfolio and turn it in and then be able to test out this year so I can take level two next year mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I'm at right now okay do you have a 10 year mm, haven't really thought about that really okay I, I mean 10 years I mean I know I want to buy a house but I want it to be before 10 <laughs> yeah <laughs> I gotta think about that one <laughs> okay no well I'll Put this in front of me, or put it in my journal so I can look back on it and know to check in with you. And now that you have it on the record, we can uh, make sure that we're staying on top of you to stay on top of your goals. Yeah. (laughs) Once you you got it in front of people, then people will know, okay, we got to check on Tay Tay. Yeah. Um, Which is actually kind of nice, like, just to have goals, because... Even from when, like, you know, in elementary school, like, yep. people were yeah, like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I yep. don't know. Get to high school. What do you want to do? I don't know. Even in college, what do you want to major in? I have no idea. So, right. I mean, and then after college, it's like, what do you want to do, like, career-wise? I have no idea. So, that's been my whole life, just with a whole bunch of I don't know, and just kind of going with 
whatever right. happens. Well, I don't know. <laughs> if you come here, I might put you to work. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> for those that know, um, college party planner Miranda, Tay-Tay was, yeah. like, putting up, like, toucans for me and yeah, palm like, trees. I'm, I'm and, cool with that. <laughs> yeah, like, would always, like... Of course, we lived together, but she helped me, like, with all the things that we did, but, um... And that was fun, too, because, you know, even when I did the FME thing for a little bit, like, we did do events. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I sent you some pictures, Oh, too, my God, they're so pretty. Of, of like, <sighs> of, like, our table set up, because mm-hmm. we did, like, weddings and all that stuff, so that was really fun, just yeah. to do, like, that event side of stuff. Yeah, no, it's so much fun. Well, Tay-Tay, um... I love you. Thanks for being on the podcast. I'm glad that finally this thing's going to be up. But <laughs> I'll um, post it here in a few weeks. I'm not posting them as much anymore um, just because I'm afraid I'm going to run out of content. <laughs> but um, I guess I can well, always not, take one of my friends on. Do it? <laughs> right. I know. I was going to say, I, or I might just have you on again. I'm like, Tay-Tay, let's talk about professional golf or let's talk about... <laughs> Cause there's so many things that we could go into, you know, and really just yeah, chat about sure. it. With Corona, I feel like we got nothing better to do than just talk on I the know. phone. <laughs> Stay at home. Stay I know, home. with this whole thing, like, I feel like we've been talking a lot more this week than so we've much. had in, like, forever. Forever, yeah. We can't we were so busy. do anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were so busy. Yeah, and then now it's like, okay, well, what's Tay-Tay doing today? Nothing. Probably taking a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... I know. But it's, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Yeah, and okay. thank you for, you know, just being you and being Aww. my best friend. I love you. I love you too. I feel like um, I need to cherish whenever you say things like that to me because you're like Adonis. Like, you guys are just obviously, like, appreciate me and, like, love me, but it doesn't come often, like, those little words, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, like, remember this moment for forever, then. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, because, like, Devin says the same thing, he was like, you don't tell me you love me enough, and I was like, <laughs> I think it's just, I don't know, that's just you. Us, us yeah. as people, like, we're not very expressive or whatever you call yeah. it, like, no, it's funny, because me and Devin are, like, the same, and then you and Adonis. Love me again. Yeah, you and you and Adonis are the same, so it's just kind of funny. Yeah, but yeah, but I do appreciate you, uh, of course. <laughs> we'll love you, and um, I'll yeah, talk to you too. soon. But um, don't get arrested. Don't get that bite for now. <laughs> just wait. I really want it, <laughs> <laughs> you killed me, but all right, girl. I'll talk to you later. Then love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you guys again for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Miranda Madison Events. If this podcast has brought you any sort of value or you've learned something possibly from a previous bride or a vendor that you're just wanting to pass on and someone just needs to hear, please share it on with them. Um, I am really excited for this podcast and I am wanting the world to hear it. So however I can help you guys, however I can bring you more value, um, perhaps there's another topic that you may want to hear, just let me know. Thank you guys. Bye.